Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway Superfans. We got some more. High school stuff, Emily. Exciting. I know. Thanks, everybody, again, for letting us know. And one of the ones that came up a few times and came up on this list, too, that I thought about that was, like, sort of contemporary when I was in high school was Once on this Island. So I don't know when that got sort of picked up to do, which, again, there's obviously a lot of issues with schools doing that show, depending on their demographics. But... Mm -hmm. Um, so Marshall sent us a list on Twitter and Marshall is three years out of high school and they did Legally Blonde, You're in Town and In the Heights. Oh, man. <laughs> in senior year, he said only year with show. I don't know what that means. Uh, mm. Set Into the Woods in New York City. <laughs> what? And Milky White was a bike, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> what? Uh, That's funny. Gotta a love that. Bike? Gotta love that. High school That's ingenuity. Great. And then the past two years have done Clue the Musical and High School Ooh. Musical. Huh. Um, and he says, new program, so it has to have known stuff to make money. Sure, sure. Uh, Kenny said that they did All Shook Up, Damn Yankees, Aida, and Les Mis. <gasps> All right, wow. Yeah. And Connor did Rumors, Ten Ways. Rumors, <laughs> I did Rumors. You did? Yes, I did. Ten Ways to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse. I've never heard of that. Me neither. Hamlet, sure. And then he said TLM, which I had to look up because my brain couldn't figure it out. And it's The Little Mermaid. <laughs> unless I'm, unless there's another acronym, but that's what the internet told me. Hmm. And then we got two website comments. This person also gave us everything they've done since 1994 or five. Amazing. Which is great. <laughs> I love this. I mean, seriously, I wouldn't, I like this as like a recurring segment, so keep them coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is from Jim, and he says that Jim graduated in 2009, and these are all of the ones that he can think of from when the current director started. So they did The King and I. Sure. Whoa. Hello, Dolly. Mm-hmm. Anything goes, which would be this was in '98, so it would be the, probably the Patty Lapone edit. Mm. Fiddler on the Roof, Forty yeah. Second Street, Once on This okay. Island. So that was in 2001. That's the year I graduated high school. So that would have been like a sort of contemporary one, as I said. Um, West mm. Side Story, 
then in 2003, they did Les Mis, and his note was one of the first high schools to perform it, and some of the students got to be part of the final matinee of the original Broadway production. Cool. How exciting. Jim, I'm curious as to where you went to high school. I'm not trying to stalk you. But I wonder if it was that probably like on Long Island book that I read called Drama High. That's about a high school in. Um, oh. oh no, that wouldn't have been this guy because he was with the school I think for years and years and years. But still, I'm curious. Mm. Um, in 2004, they did The Mystery of Edwin Drood, then Damn Yankees, then Godspell. Mm. Then the 1994 revival Hal Prince version of Showboat. <laughs> Specific. Uh, then they did You're, You're in Town, and he was called yes. Caldwell B. Cladwell. I'm very happy that nice. so many of these high schools are doing You're in Town. That's great. Me too. I fucking love You're in Town. I wasn't expecting that. I wonder if there's – I haven't actually seen a full production of You're in Town. So mm. I think it's mostly like – no, wait, have I? No, I haven't. So there's something like, like have. What's dirty in it, right? I guess just because um, it's so subversive, I'm like, would high schools yeah, do that? No, but, I mean, it isn't, it isn't a, like, yeah, like, because it's, like, exaggerated reality, like, I don't even think that there's, like, curse words in it, right? Really. But it's just like and there's all, the only like raunchy stuff is, you know, maybe directorially wise. I think there's some parts between Cladwell and Pennywise. But right. Those are, you know. OK. I think it's probably just like the people. Spoiler that, alert, everyone. That know what it's about. know, And the people that like are just like, it's a funny musical with a weird right, title. Like, I think that that, sh- I mean, that show is just subversive. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, and I fucking love your I, I feel like every other day I'm telling someone that we it's need so a Urine great. Town revival. We do need a Urine Town revival. Oh, especially some Urine Town. Somebody in England, some company in England's doing a production of Urine Town. I know because they followed me on Twitter, and oh. I was like, cool production of you're in town in london have a great show you're in town best show ever <laughs> then in 2009 they did a little night music and he was frederick nice oh god the what is like think of high schoolers doing a little night music <laughs> talk about raunchy <laughs> that show is about affairs and sex and then in 2010 they did brigadoon <laughs> that's funny and then Camelot, like what? That's so strange to do You're in Town, Night Music, and then Brigadoon and Camelot. Yeah. Somebody was like, clean this mess up. <laughs> <laughs> then they did How Some to Succeed. got mad. Oh, yeah. How to Succeed. Yeah. And then Little Women, Contemporary-ish, The Secret Garden, and then Once on This Island, again, with a note, only repeat in the history of this director's reign. Really enjoy Ooh. that choice of wording. In 2016, so uh, they must do it in the spring, the way this is described, Pippin, with a female leading player. Nice. And then next year they're doing She Loves Me. Hey. Yeah. I haven't any of these people on Joseph. Mm. <laughs> 
And then Neil sent us an email. Neil is currently in high school. So far, they've done nice work if you can get it. Legally Blonde, Curtains, and Neil's in rehearsals for Little Shop, and he's playing Seymour. What? Congratulations, Neil. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Are you a popular kid? (laughs) Are you doing cross-curriculum about spousal abuse? (laughs) You should lead workshops or, like, rec. No, don't lead because you're a kid and maybe you don't have experience. I hope you don't have experience. (laughs) But, like, talk to your director about discussing, if you're not, the actual issues in the show. Yeah. We also got an email from Taylor who emailed last week, and I assumed that Taylor attended a Christian school <laughs> because oh, yeah? of two of the shows that they because did. Of the God shows? Yes, and they're not Christian shows, but he does say oh. that it's a somewhat conservative community, but apparently God's favorite is one of Neil Simon's lesser known comedies. Ah. And Liz Richards of the Maximu podcast also tweeted to us saying that she did God's favorite in high school. So it's about Jewish people? Ah. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that literal. <laughs> Hold on, let me find. I mean, isn't Neil Simon a Jew? Sounds like a Jew. Oh, well, I don't. Oh, here's why it's called God's favorite, because... Liz gave us a little short synopsis. It's Neil Simon's adaptation of the book of Job. Oh. Oh, and Taylor said the same thing. Interesting. That's funny. And Liz went to a conservative Catholic girls' school. Whoa. Wait, so is Neil Simon Jewish? Let me look it up. Just out of curiosity. Now. (laughs) Patty, was going to Catholic high school an option for you that you declined? Um, funny. Apparently it was, but it wasn't actually presented to me. Uh, he, I was the youngest, so I feel like maybe it was presented to my oldest sister. I'd have to ask. And she was like, I'll go to the public high school, but we're, we happen to live in like one of the best school districts in the state. So I think my parents were like, it's free and it's a great school. And we can force them to do the youth program at the church. Uh, But I guess, yeah, I could have gone to the Catholic high school if I wanted to, but I didn't know. And also I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Neil Simon is Jewish. Yeah. He was born in the Bronx. Yep. Italian. And, uh, oh, the Diviners was the other show that Taylor did, which focused on a religious town and is more about breaking out of the mold of strong 1930s Southern Christianity. Interesting. So sorry, Taylor, you, I, I took liberties. (laughs) Well, that's, that's all we got as far as high school shows that people did. Love it. Thanks for submitting those guys. (laughs) And again, send us more. I like it. We had two TV events this week that were Broadway centered. <laughs> One of which I watched <laughs> and some of which you watched. <laughs> so tell me about Rocky Horror, Emily. I recorded it. I haven't watched it. 
And now I feel like I should have watched Night Of because I don't know if I'm going to now because everybody was sort of lukewarm about it. Well, I didn't even really like I like didn't realize when it was happening. And then I missed it on Twitter, too, I guess. I feel like normally I see those things when they happen on Twitter, but mm-hmm. I missed it. But then it was on the Hulu. So I like tried to, you know, sat down to watch it like yesterday, I think the day before, maybe. Um, and the opening number was cool. Fine. Um, I was confused because I thought that it was recorded live. Oh no. Yeah. This one was nothing about it was live. Right. It was just like they made a TV movie of. Got it. Rocky Horror. Then shut up Emily's brain. Because I was like, ah, I thought this was supposed to be live singing. This is clearly not live singing. Oh. What's going on? Um, but that was my own preconception that was false. Okay. So um, then I watched like the, I watched basically up until when they were like in the car, in the rain, you know, on the way right, to the right. mansion. And I stopped watching because I was really bored. Oh. Um, I found it really boring. I like, I just, I don't, it, they, the people, they didn't know. I don't know who those two actors are who are playing Brad and Janet, but they don't seem to understand camp. Mm. Like, it was just like boring. It was just like actors saying lines. There was no like weirdness. It wasn't weird. And like all the weirdness, like, like, you, you know, that scene when he's, when they're singing in the graveyard next to the uh, the church right after the wedding at the very beginning. Right. And it just felt like, it felt like forced weirdness, you know? Oh, yeah. It felt just like really staged and fake and like there, it just wasn't like weird enough. Hmm. And maybe there was more weird later and I certainly like kind of had the intention to pick it up. But yesterday in that moment or whatever, I was like, I'm so bored. This is not Rocky. This is not camp. Yeah. Well, this is wrong. I'll get myself to watch it this week. But I really did wish that I had watched it night of because Mm. of people's reactions. I feel like. Now, I already was like, meh, which is why I didn't watch it night of, you know, but it was like, you like, you're like not a Rocky Horror person. I'm not not. I mean, you don't strike me as a Rocky Horror person. I didn't see Rocky Horror, I think, until I was in college. And then my college did Rocky Horror and they did like regular eight o'clock performances or whatever and the Sunday matinee, which I think is the weirdest thing to go see a Sunday matinee of Rocky horror show. Hmm. Um, and then they did on Friday night. And that was the weird one. What? Like that was like the fun performance. No, they did Friday night and Saturday night, like late nights. Yeah. And those were the, like where you could do the whole interactive thing as if you were watching the movie. And I went to one regular one and one of those late night ones. And it was totally fun. And I think if if Rocky Horror came back, if they did a revival of it, another one, I guess, um, mm. I would probably very, very much enjoy it depending on the cast. But no, I mean, right. 
yeah, it was a little, I think, weird for me when I was like in high school or whatever. I was, I don't know right. that I would have understood the camp of it. Mm. Even though I liked campy things, the dark camp of it, I don't think I would have gotten. I did like Hairspray, the John Waters movie, and like right. Cry Baby. I liked those. So maybe, but I don't know because I didn't see it until later. That's so funny because I feel like Rocky Horror came to me from like two directions. One from like the gay straight alliance type people that I met in high school and also like from my dad because my dad likes like weird movies from the 70s. I love that. That's why I've seen all the like Monty Python movies. Right. Okay. And I can see how that would fit in with that. Like my dad also enjoys camp. Mm. Camp is actually, I would say it's his favorite genre. Oh, I wonder if my dad has seen Rocky Horror. My mom probably would like not like it and not understand it. (laughs) And not, she wouldn't be offended by it, but she would just be like, I don't, uh, it would make her uncomfortable. The sex, not necessarily Mm. like the gender bending or whatever, I don't think. But like like the orgy scene? Yeah, touch me. She probably would be like, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) My dad likes really campy gay things. So maybe he would love it. Maybe he does love it. I just don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll be like, hey, parents, let's watch Rocky Horror together. I mean, shit. I want to watch the old movie right now. Like, I Mm -hmm. love that movie. It's so just, like, weird. Like, that's just the word that I identify with. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, like, why I turned it off. Because I was like, there's nothing. You're not doing anything weird. You're being very normal. (laughs) Interesting. I, I think one like of the main she was like mimicking whoever the Victoria uh, Justice. Actress. Oh, from Victoria. Yes. Who? From, right, I mean, I Disney do think Channel. that uh, Victorious was Nickelodeon, but all of those shows, they're camp oh. in their own right, but they're like meant to That's be sincere. True. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Like, I felt like she was mimicking. Susan Sarandon's voice. I felt like, I mean, I felt like all the sound effects, like it was this, everything was so mimicked. It was like so similar. It like wasn't doing their own thing. They were just like, it was like you were doing a production of a, you know, a Broadway show that had recently been on Broadway and you stole all the choreography and the set design from the bootleg of the Broadway show you watch. That's what it felt like. You know, like it it almost felt shot for shot. It was like, oh, yes, oh. like the church and the people and like the weird people behind them. And like and like whatever, like I don't know how you make it different, but you have to make it different. Right, right. You have to make it different. And it wasn't different. Well, one and of like the-, the way she was like mimicking the vo- the sounds, hmm. the sounds in that song, like the I don't know, the way they manipulate the voices well, so that and- like she's. She has that like light airy thing happening, but it was like too mimicky. It just felt inauthentic. Well, and that was one of the main critiques I heard about it was just the sound production, like overproduced, over Mm. engineered, which is really going to annoy me. Like 10 minutes. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's like, that was what, I mean, I don't know, like because that opening number in the movie isn't like a, 
human person singing. It's just the lips right. and like the titles. And this was like they had a little sequence where like the person singing was like in a cute little like I work at the movie theater in the 1950s outfit. Right. And then, like, oh, like an walking, usher you know, act. people are going, yeah, like an usher, and like, while walk, you know, people are going in to see the movie and we're getting popcorn or whatever, like, while singing the song. But it had all of the, yeah, like sound manipulation that are on there where it sounds like, I don't know, mm. very manipulated. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's already just, hard enough mm, when you do a movie musical, especially now because of how people are used to hearing voices. But when mm. I put that to musical theater, I still want them to sound like human voices. Like it's one thing to be like, right. to hear a pop song and to recognize that it's auto-tuned and to be a little irritated right. by it. But at the same time, knowing that that's the sound. But when I'm hearing a musical theater song, I need it to sound like a real human voice. Mm. Because that's, that's what my brain hears as musical theater. And I get that that's not a sound that a lot of people are used to hearing anymore. Right. And it's right. upsetting. Mm. And also didn't Glee do a Rocky horror episode that I never watched. Probably. I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just air that again? Cause that's sort of what everybody said. Mm-hmm. Glee does Rocky horror. I just and then apparently watch. Rocky was wearing sketch through shorts. until I can see Laverne Cox's part. Yeah. That's the only part I really want to see. Let's be real. Well, and apparently Rocky was wearing boxer shorts. So what's the point of what? anything? Are you fucking kidding me? Boxer shorts. They're gold. That is so fucking disrespectful. <laughs> that is like a f- you just spit in the face of anyone that loves Rocky Horror to put him in boxer shirts. You put him in a skippy little speedo. Oh. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Oh, that like really pisses. That just shows you how how like ro- how much they don't understand about Rocky Horror. No kidding. If you put Rocky in gold boxer shorts that aren't, if it's not, oh. <laughs> if you're not just purposely covering the least amount of body on the actor as possible, like you don't understand Rocky Horror. Yeah. You do not understand that character and you do not understand the show. And you don't understand camp and you certainly don't understand any sort of like subversive social commentary. And you've destroyed it. So, fuck you. Makes me so sad. It's such an important I think it made everyone so sad for many reasons. (laughs) I am not even attracted to the masculine male form. I kind of want to like go on Hulu right now and look at this now. I'm sure you could just. No, I'm just really curious. Like Google I it. Just, I need to see it. I just need to see it. Okay, hold on. I have to put the microphone down real quick. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Those are shorts. <laughs> Those are shorts. That has like a two and a half, if not three inch inseam. That is unacceptable. And like, oh. Boxer shorts. This is just that's so 
so upsetting. Wait, maybe. Wait, is this from the Glee episode? No, I think the oh, screenshot that, is from yeah, the Glee episode. That's Cord Overstreet. Okay, so first of all, the Glee episode didn't understand Rocky Horror. <laughs> At least those were tight. At least those were tight. I'm telling you, if you can find a picture of it, I saw it, I think, on Twitter. They're like loose-fitting boxer shorts. No. That is so unacceptable. There he is. Oh, no. No. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I just don't. I just don't. That is like you literally don't fucking understand where Rocky Horror is. That's they're like they're like to his knees. They're like they're like basketball shorts. They're gold basketball shorts. Yeah, they're saying the same thing. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I'm not. No, I'm not. I this is not worth my time. <laughs> you are not worth my time. I refuse. I refuse <sighs> to watch that. How dare you? It's mm, basketball like that. That whatever that picture that I just was from Glee that I was upset about. <sighs> and now those seem at least like. I Those know. Seem like that's maybe really the actor funny. felt uncomfortable yeah. with how well, ridiculously small they were. And then you're like, high school okay. student. Right. Maybe. Sure. I guess. You're still giving me most of the vibe while not. But not really loose doing fitting it. to the knee shorts. Like basketball. That had an elastic <laughs> waistband. <laughs> There's an elastic waistband on those shorts. Those are basketball shorts that were spray painted gold. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's what this, that's what, oh, you just don't, you just don't even understand what the movie's about. You don't understand what the movie is about. You don't understand the story and you don't get it. And it's not for you. So have a seat at the table or something. Don't have a seat at the table. There's no seat for you. <laughs> I was trying to quote Solange, but oh. I don't have the lyrics down. Right, so. right. Well, this is just. Mm. I'll I'll watch it this week. Well, I'll try. If I can't get through it, I can't get through it. But uh, and I'll report back next week. But I did watch uh, the Hamilton documentary. How was it? It was good. I mean, especially yeah. I thought it was a good blend for someone like me who's interested in the history side of it and also the making of the musical side of it. Like and there were still people out there in middle America that thought they were going to air all of Hamilton on PBS this like right now. What? What? Yeah. Someone on my Facebook just saw it in Chicago and was like, guys, I saw, I saw Hamilton. It was great. And someone commented like, Oh, glad you enjoyed it. They're showing it on PBS next week. I was like, no, they're fucking not. That's hilarious. That's adorable. I mean, that's like really confused people that they recorded it. And there also was like, there's going to no, Yeah, I know. They're not. No, I know that's not what's happening. It really confused people that they it was like at the same time that they said we recorded it. And also this thing is going to be on PBS. So people were just sort of like, it's the same thing. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Bette Midler wasn't in Priscilla. And Madonna's <laughs> no, not in Avita. She was not so. in Avita. Hamilton is not showing on PBS. I did think it was Ooh. hilarious that they started recording it 
before it opened at the public. I mean, I get that there was already that like feeling about it because obviously we bought tickets right when the right. tickets went on sale. We knew what was up and we knew that it was going to go crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know who, if like this person, maybe they saw it at Vandercook or something and was like, I want to get in on the ground floor of this or something like mm-hmm. whoever directed it. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, mm. I don't think it's anything you'd be interested in because you're saturated yeah. and the history of it isn't interesting to you. So, No. Um, did you watch recently Lin-Manuel Miranda's, uh, hosted SNL? I did watch that. Oh, I didn't watch oh. it. You should watch. I don't know if you did. Cause it was the one that the internet went crazy for, um, the crucible cast party. It's like a video that they did. Mm. It was really fucking great. Right. Didn't see it, but I heard that people. Yeah. Being it. in a high school theater program, anyone who is in high school theater, it's like, yeah, yep, cast parties. I can picture the R into the woods cast party in Jeremy's parents' basement. <laughs> oh, that thing. Got it. Yeah. And you all just think I, you're like, I just the wrote shit. and experienced the entire sketch inside my own head <laughs> yep, right now. Yep. It's hilarious. It was I get hilarious. It. <laughs> yeah. So I guess maybe I'll skip Rocky Horror. But I'll try, and you mm. can skip the Hamilton documentary. Yep. <laughs> so we ran a Twitter contest this week to give away tickets to the National Black Theater's world premiere of Sweet. And if you did not enter or win, and you're in the New York area, we have a discount code for you. Discount code. You get $10 The discount code off. is Patty and Emily. No, it's no, not a personalized one, unfortunately. <laughs> the discount code is RISE, R-I-S-E. Like, as in everybody, RISE. So, I don't know when we're seeing it, but we're going to go see it, and you should go see it, too. Heck, yeah. It's only through, like, mid-November, so get on it. Yep. So now we've got the news, the news of the week. We got some good news this week and some like, okay, news. Um, (laughs) We finally have our Tuesday Dolly. God. And it is. Finally. Hands down, Donna Murphy. Hands down, Donna Murphy. Excellent choice. Really excellent choice. Oh my God, I wish it was Cheryl Lee Ralph. I was going to say, the only, and I don't know, somebody, maybe it was wishful thinking on the Broadway World message boards, which we should never listen to, but sometimes there's a kernel of Mm. truth in them, in these kinds of rumors, that they were looking for an actress of color. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Who knows? It's Donna Murphy. Well, they thought about (laughs) it, and the thinking about it proved to be not racist enough for them, so Uh, they went with a Donna Murphy. They were like, we considered black actresses. So we did it. We others. changed the world. We did it. By considering them, we did it. <laughs> and listen, Donna Murphy is sure, a fine actress. Absolutely. And we love Hello Donna Dolly Murphy. is a great role for her. Yep. But yeah, Shelley Lee Ralph. What's Cheryl Lee Ralph doing? Oh, she was doing that concert, wasn't she? No, she's going into Wicked. Oh, yeah. 
didn't she just do that concert? There was like a concert in Philadelphia we talked about. Yes, we did talk about that. It was anyway. like divas in concert or something. Oh, I just want all my dreams to come true. Yeah. It's frustrating when they I don't. know. I know. Well, so if we don't get that Midler Do- Hello Dolly tickets, I will obviously take Donna Murphy Hello Dolly tickets. And even if yes. even if I get both, like this is a thing where I would go back to see the Tuesday Dolly, you know? Mm, Donna Murphy's mm. great. And she's so sweet. Yeah. Remember remember when we went to see the people in the picture? And oh my we waited God, outside we for were so waiting long. waiting at the stage door, and she was so nice to us. Oh, she personalized our playbills. Yes, and she spelled and my she name wrong. she was worried about you because of that <gasps> drunk guy. Yes, was that drunk guy. Accosting us. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Donna Murphy, so gracious, so wonderful. It's true. She is She felt so, so bad because she had visitors, so she, she took so a long time nice. to come out. And we were just those two lone, <laughs> like we were all, like there was literally nobody else out there, right? Because it's like that point where you're like, nobody came and said she wasn't coming out. And you're like, well, we've waited right. this long. Just like at Crazy Barricade for you. still up. Or Girl Crazy, Girl Crazy. When Becky Newton yeah, took with forever. Becky Newton. <laughs> And we just waited. We just waited. All by our lonesome. <sighs> I'm happy that we've done that and haven't scared right. people. Right. Right. I mean, at least to our knowledge. Well, no, they both seemed Donna cool Murphy with was it. so nice to us. I don't think that they were. Uh, yeah, no. I don't think either of them were like, hey, weirdos. No. You just always need to be aware of your weird factor when you're doing things and like that. As we said in our stage door etiquette video to the actors, if you're not going to come out, which wasn't the case in, in the, I, with either of these two ladies, right. you know, let let the the security people know so they can tell all the people waiting outside, even if it's just right. the two of us, to go the fuck right. home. Right, but then and also that's like, yeah, like as a stage door waiter, it's that's the choice you make. Right. Sometimes you wait. Like an hour, right? Because I think both of those times it was we a waited long time, about an and hour, and it was cold out both times. I think it was cold. I remember being so fucking freezing at, at crazy for waiting you? for Becky or Newton. Girl crazy, yes, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the crazy show. I just remember she was she was delivering the mail. Was she? Right? I don't Weren't remember. There a lot of letters. That's the one like that Anna Gasteyer was, was in the like wild, wild west, mermaining it up. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, in the background. <laughs> yeah. Right, because yeah. that's what I've Got Rhythm is from, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, like for no fucking her, reason. Wasn't it with her husband, Christy Montopoulos? I have her, no idea Her subway is. husband? Oh, right. She met him on the subway. Like you met her husband on the that's subway, y'all. That's a creepy and weird it story. It is now that we think it, like, about it. Real. I know. I think it only works because they're both like model. Pretty. Yeah, well, and if she had said no or leave me alone, hopefully he would have listened to her. Because <laughs> I do think there was like an <laughs> eye contact thing, right? 
Not saying that 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 yeah they were not like, saying that that's any form of like, consent, but it wasn't like one-sided. Like they, well, they both saw each right. other and were attracted to right. each other physically. Right. Yeah, because they're and gorgeous. Then I fl- we're like right, exactly. Right. Um, they're two beautiful human people who saw each other. We're like, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm beautiful. Want to be beautiful together? <laughs> no problemo. So Done. excellent, meet mm-hmm. cute, and they're like, what's He's an actor yeah. too. They're both They're actors. Both actors. <laughs> How did we get here? Donna Murphy and Hello Dolly. <laughs> right. Stage yeah, story. so that's happening. Oh, also, I don't know if you know, we Minnie Faye is going to be Beanie Feldstein, who I know she's actually Jonah Hill's sister, but she didn't change her last name. And what's her last name? Feldstein. That's hilarious. Jonah Hill, you fucking traitor to the faith. Indeed. Hill. And not like he's trying to hide his Jewishness. Not like he fucking could. <laughs> With that Jew friend. That is a guy that you know is Jewish, like from a mile away. Like, why would you? Whatever. Maybe it was like already taken and sad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know, man. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, there's another. There's a Jonah. What was it? Feinstein? Feldstein. Feldstein. <laughs> There's a Jonah Feldstein working actor somewhere. <laughs> That's funny to me. They're and not on not on IMDb. Does their name get taken out <laughs> their of the name opens up? And then <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Or like if you leave the business, can do you take your oh, name out? Well, I guess if you're not a member of SAG anymore, out? yeah. If you like let your membership right? last lapse, right? If you let right, like if you let your membership lapse and you're not in there anymore, can then someone steal your your movie name? Sure, I guess. I wonder. Yeah. Should we ask Kate Schindel? <laughs> yeah, or Kristen Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. We could ask her, mm-hmm, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Beanie Feldstein was on the Ron and Beverly podcast a while ago because she was in that. <gasps> she was in Neighbors 2, the one with the sororities instead of fraternity. I don't know. Anyway, she was in a movie. So she was promoting I like that. I know but what that is, but only from posters. Posters? Yeah, there were a lot of posters around. Zach Efron was yep, in it? Yep, Zach Efron and. And it's because, wait, Zach Efron was in the fraternity and then someone older, like Kevin James or someone like that. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, God, I can't remember what his was, name is. <laughs> wasn't Kevin James? No, it wasn't. But it was a Kevin James type? Yes, but not, but Jewish. That's funny. Right. And he had like a really hot Swedish looking wife. Uh, Rose Byrne was his wife. And why do I remember yeah. her name yeah. and not yeah. this very famous actor, Seth yeah, Rogen? <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. Kevin James type. Yeah, Jewish Kevin definitely. James. Definitely. Jewish Kevin James. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so the yeah. sequel yeah. was that the fraternity had been kicked out and sorority moved in because that's clever. <laughs> I saw the first one. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm not ashamed to say, but I didn't see the sequel. 
Yeah. No, I have no interest. No, thank no, you. No, sure. Those posters look the same as like those movies about like four dads that are like shitty parents. <laughs> that um, one got a lot of sequels too. Yeah. Grown ups. Yeah. Kevin James is in that movie. <laughs> I can't fucking believe that motherfucker has a new TV. I mean, I can believe it and I understand it, but it just like really fucking bothers me. Yeah. He's like the epitome of mediocre white men. Oh, yeah. He's like, I think he's like lower than mediocre white men. Like, I just don't. He's not fucking funny. I just don't. It's not. No, it's unacceptable. Um, I'm not going to pretend like I have not enjoyed an episode of The King of Queens because I have. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> but I haven't no, watched. I've never. Kevin can I've wait. Never, <laughs> That's what no, it's called, no. and I don't plan on it. Uh, I think most of my references for Kevin James are from that Will Paul Smith Blart. Movie. Oh, Hitch! Yeah, great. Hitch, great. Uh, okay, they were like gay kiss. Ah! Oh, yeah. That's. Yep. 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 Um. <laughs> Let's move on from Kevin James to yeah. happier things. Who is musical theater Kevin James? Oh, God. Now I feel bad. Um, but, like, no, not like who is the musical, like, who would play oh. that, you know, a Kevin James part on Broadway. Like, Josh like, Gad? Like a Brian. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, a Brian Darcy He's James. a little weirder than Kevin James, but I don't think he has to mm. be. Like, I think he can play weird, mm. but he can also play regular guy. Right. Anyway. Brian Darcy James, if he were, like, if they schlubbed him up. Yeah, yeah. He would need to wear a fat suit. No, he could be just schlubby. <laughs> you don't have to be fat to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> On TV, you do. Um, all right. Happier news. Groundhog Day is coming to Broadway in the spring. Andy Carl. With Andy Carl. Who's the lady love interest in the I show? don't know. Some British person. Some British person. But they only oh, announced right. Andy Carl so far. Uh, and a reminder, it has a score by Tim Minchin, which is intriguing. Clever, mm. hopefully, and it's taking over the August Wilson, and it's opening, it starts in March, March 16th, and it opens on April 17th. My God, when does Jersey Boys close? Oh, the first, maybe? Sometime in January? Yeah. I don't know. I'll, have, oh I'll email them and see if we can get in in December. Yeah. Another musical that I'm sure you're just as excited about that's coming is The Bandstand. Don't even remember nothing? which one that no, is. No, nothing. <laughs> it was... I'm trying... No, because it was The Bandstand and what was the other one that I thought it oh, was? Oh, A Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale. Yeah, no. One of them is Robert De Niro. Yeah, that's A Bronx Tale. We did not see A Bronx Tale at Paper Laura Mill. Laura Osnes? Yes, and Bandstand and we did PTSD. see. Yes. PTSD. With oh, God. Andy oh, Blankenblula. Oh, my God. Has it gone through massive revisions? I hope so. Like, they literally threw the script out and wrote an entirely different show that has nothing to do with what the previous show was about. Oh, well, they've changed it from the bandstand to just bandstand. So does, <laughs> does that... 
just oh my god i really have no interest in in seeing that show again um i would be interested to see it again to see if they made any changes it was a lot to slog Mm -hmm. through but i guess i would be interested to see it if they made changes um this is i feel like that's one of the ones where i'm gonna need to hear from a reliable source that changes enough changes were made that it will at very bare minimum be interesting yeah people really liked it though so we'd have to find someone who saw it at paper mill that didn't really like it Mm. and then saw it again Mm. uh well i'm not i mean i just am not optimistic that they made changes because Because everyone else seemed to feel a different way than exactly me too i don't know well they were probably like it works great and i'm like no (laughs) um It was it's, uh, something. supposed to come in the fall, so that's the other thing that makes me feel like theaters mm. opened, although there's no theater for this yet, so who knows? It does have an opening date, but there's no theater, so hmm. uh, where are you we'll going to go? See. Where are you going to go? Maybe it'll go into the Hudson Theater. What a good transition, oh. because the Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> play got postponed. Burn this. I just call any play that Jake Gyllenhaal is in the Jake Gyllenhaal play. Yeah. Like that one with the confusing title and the other one with the parallel universes. Oh, yeah. The parallel universes and then the one with the Jake Gyllenhaal plays. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was supposed to open the Hudson in March, and now there's no show for this brand new theater that they're renovating. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. They're like, we'll get another show in here. And I think. Man, not even Jake Gyllenhaal, man. Sometimes even Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, it's his. No, it's his fault. It's his schedule. Oh, you fucking asshole. (laughs) It's his schedule that's making them postpone it. He's like doing a movie or something? Probably. It doesn't say. It just says his schedule. So you motherfucker. I get it. You're picking that shit over Broadway. Yeah. What a bastard. See you never, Jake. Other casting, really exciting casting. We've replacement casting in Waitress. Charity Angel Dawson is going to be the new Becky. That's awesome. It's so awesome. Got to get my mom to buy some tickets to Yeah, that. I would definitely want to see her because she's so good in the ensemble and as the nurse and she just is delightful and I think she will crush it. When's the switch happening? Uh, October 20th. Hey, it happened oh. already. <laughs> oh. Congratulations on your new job, girl. <laughs> this was announced the day it was happening. Oh, sneaky. Yo. Hmm. That's interesting. So Becky is Kiala's yeah, part? Yeah, Becky's Kiala's part. Like so Kiala. I don't know if she left earlier than thought because of something. I don't know. I don't remember it being announced that she was leaving. And she they, pulled a Leona Lewis. Yeah, people don't necessarily always announce that they're leaving, but she's like a big enough name and it's a big enough role that I would be surprised that it wasn't announced. But maybe maybe well, it was, uh, you know, unexpected. I hope everything's okay. I hope everybody's great. Yeah. And I would love to see Charity in that role. Same. We have another Broadway-bound musical, Emily. Can you believe it? 
Another? Another Broadway-bound musical based on 13 she going was, on 30. You don't say. Oh, my God. Who's who's the creative team? Uh, so the film is going to be adapted by the screenwriters, which okay. I obviously trust them with the material. Sometimes I don't know their backgrounds if they haven't done adaptations. Sometimes that can get a little tricky. And the music and lyrics is by the team that did First Date, which is a little underwhelming for me because that music was serviceable, but not anything spectacular. Same. And I guess hopefully they'll just have better success like in something that has a story structure already true because that was a little bit of a didn't they write the book i think for so first yeah too? and it was a little bit of an unconventional or i mean at least structure. it was like an original book right that was right but you know. they have to get the rights to love as a battlefield and thriller or like i'm out <laughs> i mean that's not true but i still feel like they should well, yeah. Dreamcast. Oh my it. god. Who do we want in it? Oh my god. Oh my god. I want Adrian Warren. Oh. To play the adult. Yeah. Part. Okay. Okay. And like maybe Bobby McKenzie as sure. young Adrian oh, Warren, yeah. especially by the yeah. time this happens. Because <laughs> uh, she'd probably be like 15 by then, but could play 13. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Ruffalo. He's kind of ageless, so I'm going to say it would work, and I'm going to go with Jose Lana. Oh, Right? Yeah. I'm into that. Wouldn't he be great? I'm about that. Yes. 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 He would be so great. 100%. He would be. That's a great <laughs> casting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love him. And who's going to be Mean Girl Judy Greer? Who's Broadway's Judy Greer? Annalie Ashford. <gasps> I mean, she's too big for that role, but. What if we. Well, I guess she was a mean girl in. Gigantic. What about Taylor Louderman? Because I kind of wanted to go against type in from Bring It On, but then she was a mean girl in Gigantic. Right. Oh, but it would bring yeah, back Adrian I mean, I Warren and Taylor Louderman back together I again. Would like that <laughs> I don't know. There's something. Um, oh God, there's something so specific about Judy I know. Greer. You know. What about just Judy Greer? Does it? Yeah. Great. Can Judy Greer just do it? Yeah, I love Judy Greer. Um, she was the only thing worthwhile about Dead her. Accounts. Mm. Why was she in that show? Oh, she was so amazing. Remember how awkward she was to us yes. at the stage door? <laughs> she was like, I don't know. I was like, Judy we Greer, were, like, we I'm love so you. Right now, because you're a fucking Judy Greer and you're amazing. Misguided was, was amazing. Like, we were like, yes, you are. Oh, misguided. I fucking loved that show. God, remember the Miss Saigon episode? Uh, Speaking so of high school musicals. Funny. Ugh, I wish I could find that shit I online. Don't know. Is that online somewhere? Maybe. Maybe it's it? on Hulu. Oh, I would love to. 
Oh, it probably isn't. I, I, okay. I don't know. I, yeah, Judy Greer is so specific. Maybe it's someone we don't know, and it's a star turning role. Hmm. Okay, this just popped off the top of my yeah. head, and she seems totally out of left field. But I would be curious to see her get weird, okay. or like me. I don't know. Um, uh, what's her name? Anna. Uh, what's her last name? For me, something. I can't say it. Anna who? From On oh, Your Feet. Anna Viafanye? Anna Viafanye. I got her first and her last name <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um, her as a Judy Greer part. I'd be curious to see what she would do with it. Yeah, she would be interesting. She would be a lot of fun. Just because I feel like we've only seen her in one part and she just... Something about the hair, mm. the way she wears that wig, and I feel like... Judy Greer has a history of a lot of good hair work in her career. Absolutely. Hmm. That she'd be good. I like that. Well, I don't know. Let me hold on. Let me reopen this article because I didn't pay attention to where it was happening. What about like Lindsay Mendez? Oh, Lindsay Mendez would be great. Yeah. Oh, like she would be so great. I think I was just thinking like if this were 20 years ago, except, uh, well, Sun Foster could really be either role, but it would be fun to see her in the Judy Greer role. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <gasps> Definitely. I would love that. Um, let's see. I guess they're just working on it. Mm, they're just like they just announced yeah, that they just doing it. are working on a Broadway bound yeah. musical. I guess there's no they're mm. you know, they're doing it. So God, we might have to read Dreamcast this in twenty years when it actually <laughs> happens. Yeah. Well, the last thing is that there was some controversy over at the Great Comet. Ooh. Oh, some happened? bullshit producers pulling some bullshit. <gasps> oh, so the great comet do? started at Ars Nova before it went off Broadway and now is going to be on Broadway. And mm-hmm. apparently, according to contracts, they were supposed to bill the show as the Ars Nova production of. But instead, oh. they just listed Ars Nova in a list of about. 20 like producers. A things, of course. So Ars Nova is rightfully really pissed. Yeah. And the main producer is on the was on the board of Ars Nova and like stepped down after this happened. Whoa. Wait. They stepped down from, from the board of Ars Nova. Why? Because, because they orchestrated yeah, like, it? They were, you know, boards a lot of times don't really do anything. I don't know if that's the case at Ars Nova. He was like, I'm okay with you not putting a, giving us top billing. No. Okay, no. So Howard Kagan is a, a separate producer of of. The Great Comet. So they did it at Ars Nova, and then I think he was like, this is great. 
I'm going to take it off Broadway and like worked with Ars Nova. And now it's going to be on Broadway still with him as one of the main producers. And he's the one that fucked up this billing. Uh. So because of that, he stepped down from the board. And Ars Nova was like, wow, we really didn't think one of our board members would fuck us over like that. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Did they get it like changed? Like they gonna? I don't think as of get yet. Their I hope they fixed? do. Now it's now that it's out. I hope that they'll just like fix it because everybody's like, we yeah. love Ars Nova. Yeah, Ars Nova is the yeah. best, and they should be recognized. It wouldn't like the show wouldn't happen without them. So yeah, it's their production. Come on, guys! Come on, guys! Get it together. Yeah. I still have never seen it. It was really good. I'm really curious. And I've never listened to it. All I know is that it's something about I'm Russia. I'm really curious to see how it translates to an actual theater. Mm. I shouldn't say that. That's an asshole thing to say. A proscenium theater. That's what I meant. Not an actual theater. <laughs> <laughs> an actual theater. A real theater. Because, you know, real theater only happens in yes, real theater. That's true. None of this tent bullshit. <laughs> oh, also, you wanted to tell me about Cherry Jones on Black Mirror. Cherry Jones was on the first episode of season three <gasps> of Black Mirror. And she uh, was wonderful. She only, it was like, oh, I mean, it's like the perfect Cherry Jones oh, part. Great. You don't even understand. Like, it's such a Cherry Jones part. Like, like I just wonder if they wrote it with her oh. in mind. I feel like it, they did. Or when they got the script to the casting agent, they were like, hey, we got the script. And they were like, great. I just read it and we got to get Cherry <laughs> Jones for this part. It's the only person that Perfect. makes sense as this character. Um, it's great. It's um, wonderful. And I love that show because it's freaky and it fucks in your mind. And it's also like okay. really subversive and interesting. I've heard about it. Um, so I'll, I'll check it out. Obviously it's on Netflix and there's three seasons. It's really seasons. good. All three seasons are on Netflix. It's also yeah, on and I mean, it's a British America, show, so it's short seasons. Oh, yeah. probably. Okay. Um, but it's like really it's like Twilight Zone, makes right? You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so the, each episode, like sometimes at the end of the episodes, you're like, oh, yeah, is totes. Each episode and other times like you're like, self-contained? whoa. Yes. Okay, so I could watch the Cherry Jones episode. Yeah. Okay, great. And Bryce Dallas. Income? Oh, <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. That one. Yeah. She is also in that episode. Okay, not Bryce Pinkham. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's busy. And she's great. Being in something. What's he in? Falsettos? Oh. Mm, no. Nope. He's in something, isn't he? Oh. oh, he's in Holiday Inn. We don't know because they didn't give oh. us tickets. God damn it. Give us some fucking tickets. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. There is hope in the world because Carolee Carmelo is still working on said um, Ethel Merman musical. <gasps> Fantastic. Could be the musical of our dreams. She's playing Ethel Merman? She's playing oh Ethel my Merman. God, that's great. In a show about Ethel the Merman. The so. 
I'm really fucking. I just I hope it's good. Well, yeah, I'm looking. I hope it's at, good, and I hope I get to see it. I'm looking at this uh, Instagram photo of the script, and oh, I'm sorry, it's a play with music. Just FYI. The, right, right. I'm hoping working title is the Book of Merman. <laughs> I really hope that that's not the real title. That makes it that sound be... like it's a parody of the Book of Mormon mm-hmm. where Ethel Merman mm-hmm. is a Mormon mm-hmm. missionary, which <laughs> frankly I would uh-huh. see. I would, but. but that's also like not the show that I want <laughs> Carolee Carmelo to star in. No, I want Christine Petty to do that show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so but. please, please, somebody, somebody get on that and make that change. Yeah. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet of the Week. On October 20th at 9.41 a.m., Audra McDonald tweeted, At Will Swenson and I are overjoyed to welcome Sally James McDonald Swenson, born last night at 11.16 p.m. Our hearts are bursting. A picture of a baby foot, oh. which I assume is her baby. <laughs> it would be great if it weren't. Maybe she it's just, just a stock photo of a baby Google foot. We don't baby know. Baby foot image. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! <laughs> I, just, I hope that's true. Do you do you remember when uh, Mia Farrow tweeted that picture? Of she tweeted a picture of her and her daughter, but she had found the picture. She had Googled from her phone and screen grabbed it. Oh, so you could see what her Google search was oh. to find the oh photo. No, what was it? <laughs> she, Mia Farrow Googled Mia Farrow and her black children. Oh. <laughs> and then picked one of the photos, screen grabbed that, oh and then God. tweeted it and was, and it was like, happy birthday or, or like, I love my kids. It's Mother's Day or like something. Oh my like God, that. I love that. I did not hear about this amazing internet story. It's terrible. I'm sure that that is Audra McDonald and Will Swenson's real babies. Of course it is. She knows how to use the internet. Oh my God. That is hilarious. Do you think her first name is Sally, middle name James? Or Sally James. Do you uh, think she'll go by, Sally, she goes by Sally James or Sally James? Me too. I love Sally James. That's Me cute. Too. Well, obviously we had to pick this tweet, but there were <laughs> there was another tweet that we almost picked where um where I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but basically Audra wished her friend a happy birthday in a tweet, but didn't tag her friend. And then in the next tweet, quoted herself and was like, how did I write that whole tweet and not tag this guy? And the friend that she didn't tag was TV psychic John Edward. I have so many (laughs) follow-up questions. First of all, how do they know each other? I don't know. How did they meet? I need... An entire backstory on that. Oh my god! And also John Edwards. That's not the other John Edwards. That's not the other John Edwards. Because one that oh, one's John man. Edwards. This one's John Edward. Singular. Oh my god! 
how do they know each other? Do you think he gives Audra psychic advice? Do you think he is the reason why Audra is successful? Because oh he told God. her what parts to pick? No, Audra is the reason Audra is successful. <laughs> Not because but like of he Mick helped Riddles. guide her career. She was like, should I take this part? And he was like, yeah, do it. No. I see good things. Oh, my God. You should definitely star in this. Do you think he knew she was pregnant <laughs> before she did? Uh, probably. He knows everything. He's, He's psychic. psychic. <laughs> John Edward, how many Tonys is Audra going to win? 16. 12. (laughs) (laughs) That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go go see live theater. theater!